historic River Market District in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the banks of the beautiful crystal blue waters of the Missouri River. It is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. Swimming in toxic masculinity and wiping their ass with politically correct wash rags. Two douchebags and a microphone invade your ear holes in three, two, one. Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever, whatever. Um, two douchebags and microphone. I am Mark. And I am Christopher. Um, anyhow, uh, we are going to talk about a lot of things today, but one of the things that's really been on our mind is the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Boy, how can you not talk about it? I yeah. mean, the- <laughs> Yeah. They're providing so much fodder and, and interest. I mean, the NFL loves to be popular and talked about, but not necessarily in this way. No, and here's something real quick I noticed, too. Yeah. Okay, you know, we're Chiefs fans, right? We live uh, in definitely. Kansas City. Yep. We should be Chiefs fans, right? Yes, we're supposed to be. It's we're supposed like, <laughs> to be. It's in the city charter. <laughs> but when you're on top, people cannot wait to get a little jab in. Yeah. And like I told a couple of people yesterday when I was at work to come by and got a little jab in. Hey, what do you think of your Chiefs now? I said, I think they're pretty fucking good like they were yesterday yeah. and the day before. And I think we might have the best quarterback ever like we did the day before and the day before. I said, the, you know the game I'm really interested in? The one in January, not the one yesterday. Yes. Yesterday we almost uh, won anyhow. And like always, there's questionable fucking calls all the time. Yeah. And they do sway the game. Mm-hmm. But there was ones against Buffalo, too, so I can't bitch oh, about yeah. this one. I, there was one clearly yesterday. I remember uh, we we backed the tape, bumped back the show up and watched it over. My, my wife, Cindy, and I were watching the game. And uh, we, we looked at each other and was like, wow, okay, the Chiefs got away with one there because we didn't get called on something pretty And flavor. it could be one of those favors. Like yeah. they knew they called a bogus call on us. Mm-hmm. And like we were talking earlier right before the podcast, yeah. the NFL has admitted, the officiating has admitted that they do favors whenever they give a bogus call. They'll throw one on the other side. They called so, them makeup calls. Yes. It's like it's, oh, we missed one or we called one wrong, so later in the game – will give a free one to the other team. That infuriates me even more. Yeah. Because you miss one call, I get it. It's a fast game. Yeah, yeah it pisses me off, and yeah, I'll be screaming at the TV, mm-hmm. and yeah, people I go to work with that were out with me last Monday night were not happy with my vulgar language. Well, no, no, they were happy with it. <laughs> yeah. But where we were at, they were not happy with mm-hmm. it. So, uh, yeah, I'm still going to get mad. I'm going to call the official a fuckhead and hope he fucking dies and all this stuff. Not really, but yeah. you know. But, uh, but think of part, think of other areas in your everyday life where would you be okay if they suspended the rules for a while to even things up? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, six people just went speeding through the school zone, but okay. the people coming from the other direction get, didn't get a chance to. So are you going to let them speed through the school zone too? That's a great to analogy. To make it fair? Or it's how like, about this? It's still wrong. Five of us got a speeding <laughs> ticket. <laughs> Five of us got a speeding ticket, right? Yeah. Here comes Christopher right behind us going to the speed limit. And they're like, you know what? That last guy, I think that I got the guy before him. You know what? I'm going to get Christopher to make up for this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got to get someone random and get them too. That way it's even. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that whole philosophy is stupid. And I don't ever want to fucking hear that ever from the NFL officials, but they already said that they do that. Yeah. And, and you know, it sounds good sometimes. Oh, to make it fair, make it even. But imagine being the one that they're making it even on. 
the yeah. one they're doing it at the expense of. Do you want that to be you, yeah. your team, your kid? How about Is bogus right? lawsuits? How about they send us a check every <laughs> yeah. now and then to even things out? Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, this guy probably should not got $100 million for fucking stubbing his toe. Yep. Hey, Mark, here. Here's $10,000. That's, Just to even things out. Yeah, that's exactly the same philosophy they're talking about. We screwed up, so let's yeah. screw up Here, again. Let's draw this name out of a barrel. <laughs> Not it looks like Mark Wallace is going to get ten thousand dollars, and so is Christopher Kemier. Not for their fucking podcast. You know what? I said I. I think I said Kemier. 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 <laughs> I. I drove the other day and I put a dent on the left side of my car. So to make it even, I went out and intentionally put a dent on the right side of my car. That's a great man. That's the I'm analogy. I'm proud of you. Yeah. There. There's the analogy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, I think that's bullshit. Absolutely. And, and then it's like, an excuse. It's a rationalization. Mm, and yeah. Will you elaborate on the Chris? Uh, um. 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 Is it Chris Eisen? Rich Eisen. Rich Eisen, that's it. Yeah, I saw the video this morning. It's uh, this, the headline I couldn't... I like I couldn't Rich Eisen a lot. I, I think he's too. very intelligent. I think yeah. he has good thought. Go ahead. He's one of those guys that seems to have floated above a lot of the BS that's going mm-hmm. on in the in the, the entertainment side of football. Yeah, which, he's not a fucking Skip Bayless. That, like, picks, <laughs> yeah. He picks something to hammer on, yeah. and then all he does is just keep doing it to try to piss people off. Very adolescent... This is off. This is a little out, off topic, but Bob Gretz, he was a Skip Bayless wannabe. <laughs> he wanted to be the Skip Bayless of the Chiefs. Uh, yeah. Bob Gretz was he, that was his goal. Anybody the... around Kansas City will know what we're talking about. <laughs> Bob Gretz used to be a fairly well-respected uh, sportscaster until he signed on to be yeah, the mouthpiece kind of, of the Chiefs. Yeah, kind of a columnist too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Caster, columnist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he had an independent voice. He spoke yeah. for himself. I mean, he did what... And he but, was decent. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I Some of the stuff I liked. Mm-hmm. A lot of it I didn't, but... But so, then he took a, a job with the Chiefs specifically. They paid his check. And the, then, His paycheck said Kansas City Chiefs bank on it. So at the, from that point on, he never said a bad word about Al, uh, oh, Carl no, no, Peterson. No. Oh God, he loved Carl or Peterson. Marty Schottenheimer, or I mean, he'd try to hide and cover all the bad things about the team, and he was Mister Fluff Piece from that point on. Yeah, and it's just it's just like this. Think of it like this. Let's say that uh, Microsoft uh, has a really well. They do have a big competitor, but let's say that. Um, um, Okay, uh, whoever runs Apple now, you know, we of course we know it's yeah, not Steve, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs 2.0 or whatever. Yeah, his Microsoft name is. is like, man, <laughs> Apple is kicking our ass. Well, let's hire their big guy. Let's hire him. Yeah. And then he'll come over here and he'll make us look good and talk good about us. That's basically what the Chiefs did is they hired Bob Gretz to be their uh, um, their mouthpiece. Yeah, he wasn't exactly a their, competitor. Yeah. But he was kind of a, a well, somewhat adversarial adversarial uh, mm-hmm. independent voice yeah so they I don't know if it's necessarily just Bob Gretz they were after yeah I think they were after getting someone in their pocket yeah absolutely another good example would be my uh, my letter carriers union we had a, uh, a a guy that we voted as our president of our local union before his first term was even up he resigned and joined management 
<laughs> that's a Bob yeah. Gretz kind of thing. Yeah, that was a Bob Gretz thing, and that's a pretty good way of describing it right there. Yes. I like that. It's just kind of like, um, it, it's just like the good old political affiliation. Yeah. Where like um, all of a sudden it's like, oops, I was wrong all my life. I'm not a conservative. I'm a liberal. They made me see things the way. No, I don't think that's possible. Mm-hmm. I think it's like money. They yeah. never were one way or the other. That had no. been like Rush Limbaugh when he was alive, suddenly becoming uh, 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 a really strong liberal and like having you know, lunch with Bono and John Mellencamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ain't happening. <laughs> no. So yeah, there are people who are genuine, and there are people who play the role for money. Exactly. Yeah. And I and that's how come I think one of the reasons uh, Rush Limbaugh and his morality. Was complete bullshit. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I mean, it's very well documented, a lot of the stuff that went on, yeah. you know. So, um, And really, the, the people who were buying into him 100% thinking, you know, he, he was one of them and believed everything he said, those guys were bigger idiots than anybody. Exactly. Because he was playing a role. I knew he was people performing. That... Like, you know, Android Ice Clay performs a character and... Uh-huh. Uh, Vin Diesel, when he gets on screen in this movie Black Adam, he's performing a character. You don't think that's really, but it's natural. People do think. I would love to have had a couple of beers with him to hear what too, he was. But, uh, sorry, I kind of talked over you. Sorry, I'm going. That, ahead that's okay. Quick. We we've gone far 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 afield from Rich uh, Eisen anyway. <laughs> like we always do. I want to cap this off. The okay, whole go ahead. Thing. I'm I'm running out. I wish like fuck. I would have could, could have had a couple of beers with a guy because I would have loved to heard what he was really like. Yeah, yeah. The real Rush Limbaugh. I mean, still probably would not have been a very enjoyable or nice person. But I it's still something now. that's fascinating. You know, interesting. Well, a, his, something hidden that nobody really got to see. I, that, that appeals to me. I like to know. What I understand, he is really guarded. Mm, I can see that. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, obviously in his role, people are just waiting, waiting to pick him off. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he had to be guarded about who he hung out with and all that. And to me, in that, whenever it becomes that, then, you know, then you're kind of, I don't know, you're not really living your life to the fullest. Yeah. It's like here at Two Douchebags and Microphone, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, whatever. <laughs> we don't care. It'll probably do us good at this point. Yeah, yeah. We don't we don't modify our daily lives, you know, for the sake of the podcast or image. I or still piss off popularity. my front porch. Yeah, I don't care if someone films it. I'll actually do it in a two deuce bags and microphone T-shirt. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so anyhow, Rich Eisen. Well, I got to reset yeah. the fucking. So, okay. <laughs> okay. So Rich Eisen came out with a video post, I think it was part of his regular show that he edited and released. Um, excuse me. The subject was what is the NFL doing to itself and its fan base? And he was focusing on the call, the roughing the passer call, called against Chris Jones, mm-hmm. Chiefs defensive lineman, for tackling uh, the Raiders quarterback, Carr. Yeah, Derek um, Carr. And the, the charge was he, he landed on him with, uh, you know, his full body weight, and that's the penalty. But the fact is he stripped the ball from him, recovered the football before he even hit the ground. So at that point, he was no longer a quarterback. He also had his hand down so he didn't uh-huh. put his full body weight on yeah. him. Yeah, and that's what Rich Eisen was saying, you know, you could see the video. Everyone has seen the video. It has become perfectly clear that it was a strip sack and 
he put his hand out to mitigate the impact of him on the quarterback. But at that point, he's not tackling a quarterback. He's falling to the ground because he has just recovered the fumble. Exactly, and everything's free game from there. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get the ball. And I've got a simple answer for it myself, but yeah. I doubt if they ever do it because they don't want referees over... Uh, um, let's see. Over involved. Over involved or over guessing some, you know, yeah. second guessing somebody. The referee in front that saw that, I think, should have the ability to go, wait a minute, come here, come here, hold on, take that flag back, come here. You know what I just saw from this angle? Well, they can do that now. They absolutely can do that They just don't do want to now. step on their toes. Mm. You see, to me, that's bullshit because uh, go ahead and I'll go into what I was yeah. going to say. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. So, so Rich Eisen was 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 saying, making the point that you know, and they were everyone was waiting for the league to address this. Yeah. So the official word that came out from the NFL, uh, it's a former Tennessee Titans assistant coach that is now in charge of this for the NFL. He sent the memo out with the video to all thirty-two teams, saying this was the correct call on the part of the officials. Chris Jones made an illegal play. There's, they stated that when the quarterback goes into the throwing motion, then he is not to be tackled in a overly aggressive way until he has completed the throwing motion and is able to defend himself. So Chris Jones is supposed to put his knees and legs in jeopardy. And, and I guess suspend time while he waits for the guy to finish his throwing motion. The only way you're going or, to break that yeah. up is to hurt yourself. I know, I know. The best thing he could have done was land on him and have his hand to where he didn't put his weight on him. Yeah. Now, Rich Eisen pre- uh, prefaced this by saying, I understand why the NFL is protecting quarterbacks. And the NFL should protect quarterbacks. They should protect more than quarterbacks, but they say, well, you know, nobody wanted to see Josh Allen's back up. Played exactly. Mahomes backup yesterday. And he said most people don't even know who those players are. They certainly don't want to see him playing in this. People people game. might go Chad Henney. Wasn't he with Miami? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. And Josh Allen's backup, I have no idea Not who it is. Chase Daniel, who knows? Could be. Yeah. But uh so he said, you know, who's sure. that other Mizzou quarterback that's like Blaine uh, Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the so, great Mizzou quarterbacks. Yeah. Well, Drew Locke, he's up in Seattle. Oh, yeah, now. yeah, Drew Locke's another yeah. one. <laughs> um, so so the the idea was... Lee Summit native Drew Locke. We're proud of you still, yeah. buddy. Let's see. Better oh, than what we could do. Kansas City native uh, uh, Josh Freeman, who... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Is he, he still in the NFL? No, no, he's long gone. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, he showed up, what, he showed up drunk? To practice, or um, yes, or from what other, I heard, and, and then, uh, uh, the coach reamed him out, and that just Greg Schiano. From what I understand, from what I heard on a radio show from Tampa, I believe I heard this on Bubba mm-hmm. uh, on Bubba the Love Sponge Show because that is out of Tampa. I think, um, it, I think, I, I, if I remember correctly, it was a uh, he, number one. He had an he had a posse with him at all times. Gosh. Which is really weird because his dad was Ron Freeman, wasn't it? The uh, um, the state representative, uh, very conservative uh, African American male. Yeah. Well, anyhow, um, I'm pretty sure his dad was the congressman, um, Ron Freeman. But uh, anyhow, um, uh, uh, he uh, he was going to uh, 
they were doing a um, a program for crippled kids, I believe is what it was. Oh yeah. And he was late or didn't show up for it. That's right. It wasn't a team thing. It was out. It was a community service thing. Yes. Way worse. Yes. Way worse. And, and I guess Greg Shiano was like that guy. Nah, fuck him. Yeah. So that and the posse thing and all that, which is very odd because mm-hmm. Josh Freeman at K State and at Grandview High, where he went to, was a model kid. Yeah. So, and they and they give every rookie because I know about, uh, Val's kids went there. I yeah. Mean, Grand yeah. I, mean, lo- I know yeah, a lot of people of, that knew him. One of uh, one of my boys got a bruised hand trying to catch a Josh Freeman pass in practice. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's too bad because I do believe that Josh Freeman had the talent. Yeah. It, yeah. So whatever went wrong between here and Tampa, who knows? Yeah. But anyhow, it's too bad. It's unfortunate because I think that kid could have played some good football. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where where was I going? Oh, Rich Eisen. Okay, so so Rich Eisen was saying, you know, you do got to protect the quarterback, but you gotta you've got to let the other players be able to play too. Um, this was clearly something that was done wrong, called wrong. It wasn't fixed on the field. It wasn't addressed after the game, and when the NFL finally does address it. They double down on their mistake. Yeah, and that's, and that's Rich that's Eisen's term. They doubled tr- down. That's so true, and I love yeah. the terminology too, because that's exactly what they did. Yeah, it's like the little kid with his hand in the cookie jar, who stands there screaming, "My hand isn't in the cookie jar. I'm not stealing cookies." When obviously it is, and the more he screams and yells that he's not doing it, the worse his punishment's going to eventually be. And I think the NFL's going to go that direction. If they don't realize and realize quickly that all this crap building up... I mean, I, I, my own personal uh, opinion on it is one thing, but I'm hearing about it from a lot of other sources, directly from people, on the radio, on public, social media, etc. What I'm hearing is game-fixing. Yeah, shaving the influencing points. of games. Yeah, they're they're shaving the points for the point spread or the over under. If you'll notice, they're they're taking a long, long time with all these replays and reviews, so they give you more opportunity to gamble in there. No, I agree. And then they don't show you the one replay that definitively shows the outcome. They wait until after. It's been decided. Yes. Then they show you that. They could have shown you that one first. Yeah. But they don't want to miss the gambling opportunities. And this is becoming obvious to everybody that, you know, they give you the the Vegas spread on every pregame show. It's on the scroll at the bottom. This is turning into the betting world of NFL. This is Mm -hmm. turning into just a bookie situation. And also, I'll go a step further. You don't hear about these calls on non-important games. No. No one gives a fuck about the Jacksonville. Uh, um, um, let's see. Let's Whoever see. who I can you remember who they played? Carolina. Or Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if they played Carolina. Yeah. But I'm just using this for and uh, for instance. Yeah. Jacksonville at Carolina. No one gives a fuck about that game, so you're not going to yeah. get a controversial call. Texans because versus nobody's the betting Jets. on that game. No one's going to care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not worth the effort. Even though the Jets did beat Green Bay yesterday. That was awesome. That yeah, was so it? awesome. Hey, and hey, Pittsburgh Rogers. beat Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was even better. Tom Brady has now come out publicly saying he has mental health issues. 
which you know, God bless them, I do too, and it's nothing to I, make fun actually, of them I think for. It, but it takes a very big man yeah, to say that, actually. And good I'm for kind him of, that, uh, he's, that he's. I'm kind of proud of him that he's addressing yeah. it. But at the he's same time, he's trying to get a Bunchkin back. Is that Bunchkin? Whatever her name is. Come yeah, on, baby. I'm. I'm Giselle I'm the Bunchkin. Giselle the Bunchkin. <laughs> but you know, this this is something that his pride has led him to not address, not take care of, and he's leading Tampa Bay down into the toilet. Now he's coming forward saying, okay, I've got these issues, I need to deal with them. Well, good. I mean, well, I'm glad you are. But he was screaming at, done a, this a year at ago. his offensive line. Yeah. Did and you then, see that video? And then there was the one player who supposedly, you know, did a dirty hit to tackle him, and the NFL cleared him that wasn't a dirty hit. But when they reviewed, they saw that Brady, when on getting up, kicked the other player. Yes. And they find him 11 grand in change for kicking the other player. Tom Brady wouldn't have done this three years ago. No, he wouldn't have. I agree. There's there's a whole well, shitstorm going on inside that man's head. There's I know, a little bit more going on than that <laughs> because here's what I think happened. And it's very easy. Uh, to me, it's very easy to identify. Giselle, the whole time, if that's her name. Giselle, yeah. Giselle, okay. I, I can't. I call I hear her Gazelle. Yeah, Gazelle. I hear different pronunciations. So let's just call her Gazelle. Gazelle okay. the Munchkin. Gazelle the Munchkin. He called, he, she called his bluff finally. Yeah. Because he wasn't supposed to be in the NFL this long. Mm-hmm. And she has actually a more lucrative career than him. As stupid yep. as it sounds, as crazy as it sounds. Yeah, we're starting, <clears throat> we're starting to see her in uh, advertisements. She's yeah. back working again. And Tom's got to make up the uh, slack on his own because she's she's done her bit. She fulfilled her end of the bargain. You know, they had a plan that they agreed on as a couple. And she's done everything she's supposed to. Now she's going off to reap the rewards. Tom tried to renege. Now he's got to suffer for it. Yeah. And unfortunately, the Buccaneers are suffering with him. But Yeah, they are. They're free to cut him at any time. Yeah, they are. They're absolutely free to dump his ass or bench his ass at any time, but they don't want to. Here's another so thing. Nobody too feels is... sad for for Tampa Bay because you know, they're totally in control of this situation. Yep. <laughs> they can they can say Tom Brady who at any time. <laughs> anyway, well, but, so I mean... Rich Eisen was was wrapped up his thing saying this this can't continue. Because he's right, this will destroy the game. People will quit watching. People will quit caring. Um, the game was just going to become a series of betting moments, and the actual game itself will be meaningless. Well, that's how come I didn't watch my, uh, Sunday night football last night. Yeah, I, I had every opportunity to watch, and I chose not to. Me see, me too. Yeah, I, I was just like, you know what? I'm sick of it. Yeah, I, I'm fucking sick of it, and it was a good game last night too. You know, uh, Philadelphia is, is still undefeated, and uh, and I would enjoy any time watching the Cowboys get beaten. Me too, but I I'm getting to where I'm just like this is how it started in baseball too. Yeah, it's like oh I'm not bothering it because you know um, the smaller teams don't have a chance anyhow. You, you know, Ooh, for, for the, the makers, makers guess, guess who bit my asshole more game, game and guess whose genitals are on my face? face. It's Two, Two douchebags and microphone action figure. figure. That's, That's right. Each action figure comes with a scratch and sniff pelvic area, a free bag of Cheetos, and three, 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 three mullets. mullets. That's right. Three free mullets. You, you can put, put these on each douchebag and have fun. New from Jizbro. Act now and get a free at-home taint, taint piercing. piercing. That's right. Free at-home taint, taint piercing. piercing. 
Yeah. And, and it's the same thing, only on a different level and a different way of being done. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, money, again, like money on baseball, is destroying it. It's tearing it apart. Yep. Money is destroying football because all anybody is doing at the top is thinking of different angles to make more money. Everything is monetized. Mm-hmm. Absolutely everything down to the, the whisker and eyelash is monetized. Everything has to be making money or there's no place for it. This is where a different league comes in. Mm-hmm. Yep. NFL, NFL. This is this is evolution and revolution. It is. You know, there were games that were hugely popular before the ones that are currently hugely popular. Yes. And they got replaced, and whatever we got now, that'll eventually yeah. get replaced. Maybe hockey needs to, like, step up and make a couple of rules that would help yeah. it out. And maybe, you know, but the, the deal is this right here, is... Um, they, they're ruining it because, in my opinion, it looks like the betting lines. Everything yeah. is tailored and tempered towards betting now. The The whole pregame show is nothing but fantasy football and betting. And yeah. for the most part, fantasy football and betting are the same thing. Because yeah. virtually nobody plays fantasy football unless they've got money on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the whole pregame show is just catering to that plus... Acting goofy and clowning—that's that's the yeah. whole pregame show. And it used to be something fun and interesting. I I suppose now all the information that I used to get from their pregame shows is now just so readily available everywhere that the pregame show has to be about something else. But man, it certainly isn't anything I want to watch because I don't gamble, I don't play fantasy football anymore. It's nothing yeah. there for me. No, same here. So oh, I I opted out of last night's game. I could have watched it. The only game I watched was the Chiefs. Yeah. And I kind of like pledged that online, you know. I, I I put up a little post about it, you know. I'm I'm really getting sick of it. Yeah. And yeah. it's uh, ruining the sport for me. Mm. I still support the Chiefs and watch the Chiefs and love them. Yeah. I bleed red, but, you know, I would anyhow because blood is red once it hits oxygen. But, yes. <laughs> yeah, red and gold, how's that? Yeah. Okay. But, so uh, yeah, I I have more fun playing a football game on Madden mm-hmm. than I do watching anybody but the Chiefs. Because anybody but the Chiefs, I really don't have much invested in their success or failure. Yeah. And the presentation is for the fan and the better. And I'm neither, so they're again the the way they present the game isn't intended for me. Yeah. So I'm just I'm not drawn to it, and you know if I turn on a football game, I I I I quickly lose interest at the first commercial break. But if I'm playing a video football game, it's like, hey, I'm controlling this. You know, this is, yeah, you know, it tends to be more fun. It's it's kind of sad when the the simulation becomes more fun than the real thing. I I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. Yep. So, um, okay, I want to move on uh, still to the NFL, but to yeah. a slightly different note. Now, when they interviewed Chris Jones at the end of the game last week, the <laughs> Monday night game, he was wanting a system to where they can check that, you know, like you can uh, throw a red flag or something, go, yeah. you know what, that call was bullshit, and I want it overturned. Mm-hmm. Well, number one, the way the NFL is talking, they're not going to do that anyhow. They're going to protect what they're what they started yeah. to do they won't so, even admit it's a problem so. yeah they're not admitting it it's a problem so why even have one of those but then number two um despite what i said yesterday and thought yesterday i got to thinking about it more 
and I don't want that, and here's why. That's more interruptions, more time not playing, yeah. and more of my life I sit there and wait for the next play. Yeah. Because think of all the calls, even if there's a limit on it for two or, or two of them or whatever, uh-huh. still, that's more timeouts and more decision-making and leave it in other people's hands again. I'm tired of it, man. I'm almost to where, you know what, only the really big penalties that are obvious and that's it. Other than yeah. that, then fuck it, let them play. Like, yeah. Kind of like they do in the Super Bowl. The, the Super Bowl in the playoffs, you don't see nearly as many penalties, and that's because they're told to leave them alone. They, that was on a couple of uh, interviews they had last year. They're told to leave them alone. Like, that's, that's weird. It's, it's been a rule all year, but suddenly let's not enforce it so much. Yeah, how would you like to be a ref? It's like, wait a minute. So you want me to ignore all the shit you told me to crack down on? Yeah. Well, you know, that, that school zone has been a 20-minute mile per hour, you know, for, for pretty much the whole school year. So how about for the last couple months of the school year? We'll just put it up to 60. Yeah, no big deal. You know yeah. what? The kids, they're used to going to school now, so they can yeah. watch out. And just, just stop pulling people over, and let's just see what happens. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. just let the drivers drive. Yeah, and, and if uh, and, and if California, <laughs> if they don't rip off uh, over $1,000, don't prosecute them. Just let them walk out. And how well is this all working out for everybody? As CVS and Walgreens, they pulled out. Yeah, (laughs) so I would. Yeah, so anyhow, I'd be like, all right, that's cool. We understand. You don't want business in your state. That's fine. We'll see you guys later. I I like what the NFL did with uh, all turnovers and all scoring plays are automatically reviewed. I agree 100%. that took a whole lot of the decision-making out. Do I challenge? Do I not? It's just like automatically review because it that's an important point here's something even bigger than that that i noticed they combine that in the same commercial break they're going to have anyhow yeah so it's not an extra commercial break where you have to sit there and suffer through it right right right. so it's combined in the one that always happens after Mm -hmm. a scoring drive and i think it is it's gotten the officials to call something a turnover more often than not Knowing it will automatically get reviewed. Exactly, because that's the that's the same. If they call it not a turnover, then it doesn't get automatically reviewed, and they're on the hook for something. But if they just go ahead and say, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was a turnover," it'll get automatically reviewed. Everybody's off the hook. It's all settled. So I think that has increased the likelihood for the officials to say, "You know, throw the little blue beanie back, bean but bean bag." Yeah. Can I say that again? Bleeny, meeny, meeny? Bleen bag? The little blue meanie bean bag. Okay, there we go. Um, remember blue meanies? <laughs> Google blue meanies. Um, blue meanies. <laughs> well, let me find blue. Google, bitch. Yeah. Blue so, meanies? Um, but yeah, the having having more things challengeable or automatic reviewed. Hey, Google, bitch. What is blue meanies? It's going to be a Beatles reference, I think. A blue meanie? Let me try that again. Hey, Google bitch. Google bitch, where you at? Hang on, let me see. Google bitch. Hey, what is blue meanies? 
According to Wikipedia, the Blue Meanies are a fictional army of fierce though buffoonish music-hating beings and the main antagonists in the surreal 1968 Beatles animated film Yellow Submarine. Submarine. You were right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were kind of like the, they were kind of like the British police uh, and the yeah, British. I don't know if I've ever Parliament. seen Yellow Submarine. I you know of missing, it. You aren't missing much. Okay, that's yeah. kind of probably why I never saw it. No, if if you're on LSD. Or some other, you know, more natural hallucinogen, it might be a fun experience. But apart from that, it's just the Beatles indulging themselves. It's there's uh, really nothing okay. there. Okay, and just to get us off the rails even more, okay. what do you think of Tommy? You know, when I first saw it, I enjoyed it. Um, it didn't hold up well, I don't think. I no, saw it, it not hold, too long ago. It doesn't hold up at all. It's very cringeworthy. Yes. Um, I liked. I liked the Tina Turner dancing. That was nice. Oh. Tina that was Turner very was so fucking hot. nice. Oh yes, yeah. yes. For a teenage boy, beginning seeing Tina Turner on the big screen dancing, yeah. And, and, oh. yeah. Fuck. Wonderful. Yeah. Everybody, um. everybody left with their popcorn bag in front of their fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh man, and don't get me wrong. She's as talented as she was. Be- as she is oh, beautiful. Oh God, yeah. I, yes. I'm saying was. I don't know if she's still alive or not. Hang I think on. Ike Turner has died. Yeah, I think she's still alive, but I think that piss that fuckhead Ike Turner's dead. Yeah. Probably burning in hell. Be my guess. Like like his character. Hey, Google on the bitch. Or South Park. But Google uh, bitch. Tina Turner. According to Wikipedia, Tina Turner is an American-born Swiss is. singer and actress. There we go. Okay, there we so, go. Okay. You go, Still girl. Alive. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the movie shaking. Tommy, you know, it was it was fun and exciting and and for a while I liked the remake music better than the original album, but anymore and if I'm not looking at the movie, then I'd rather just hear the original music instead of the uh instead of the movie soundtrack. Yeah, I watched Tommy not too long ago thinking it was what I thought it was, uh-huh. and I was like, "What is this? It's fucking garbage on a plate." Uh, yeah. Except for Tina Turner. Yeah. The rest of it's garbage on a plate, and I, like you said, it does not hold up at all. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense like I thought it used to. Yeah. I think you really have to uh, want to believe it makes sense to have it make sense, really. Yeah. I mean, besides just the normal stuff. And, uh, and I mean, it, yeah, even like the camera work is is bad and clunky. Yes. And That's a big are, part of it, yeah. Yeah. It's like you'll get some awkward zoom of the camera and... and all it does is remind you that you're watching a movie made by actors and somebody who yeah, didn't do his job like, very well. Didn't you have someone edit this? Yeah. yeah. Was that the best take you had? Seriously? No, I think they were trying to get some obscure, weird point across, but uh, failed miserably. Yeah. So, anyhow. Oh, well. Oh, uh, let's see. Were we, we're still on football, and okay, we progressed to the Chris Jones... Mm-hmm. And how I don't want them to review plays. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to do any good anyhow. Because NFL already defended their bullshit yeah. um, stance. So And whatever influence the net, networks may have, think of it uh, possibly from this point. Uh, they, they fight a constant battle with short attention span on the part of the viewer. That's true. And if you're constantly stopping the action and breaking for commercial 
or listening to having to listen to Tony Romo go on and on about whatever while they do the review, people are going to start tuning out and say, you know what, I'll just watch this on my phone or get yeah. their updates on my phone. So the networks, I would guess, would have some pushback to the league saying, look, you're stopping this way too much as it is because people are going to start tuning out. You know, you go 30 seconds without something exciting happening and they're looking for something. You know, Jim Nance is probably sitting there going, man... Keep talking, Romo. Keep talking. This way, I don't have to say anything unless it absolutely has to be said. Yeah. Jim Nance is the master of that. Less is more. I bet Chris Collinsworth is really wishing he'd paid attention to that. Did you hear yes. about what he said on Sunday Night Football last night? Oh, no, no. What did he say last night? I was talking a few ni- uh, a few weeks ago. I yeah. forgot what it was already. But anyhow, go ahead. What this did he say This happened now? last night. Is apparently one of the defensive players. Um made this big tackle on on someone you know just kind of swarmed over him and collinsworth is like you know how would you like a a big dose of you know that guy coming straight down your throat (laughs) whoa coming straight Straight down down your throat throat. (laughs) was was it made a big deal of or not oh yes it's it's blowing up everywhere you see i think (laughs) i think al michaels held the fort down so well <laughs> oh my God! And he put out another tweet. Said he said something about you know a, a, a poor choice of words and broadcasting. And <laughs> <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I like Collinsworth. He's very smart <laughs> yeah. on the game. He's very intelligent game wise. But I think Al Michaels kept him suppressed enough. Kept him in it, check a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where Tarico's just kind of like Tarico's just trying to keep up. He's good, <laughs> yeah. but he's just trying to keep up. Uh, yeah. Where um, Al Michaels had such a command of the game and the language, the verbal, uh, everything that it brought the broadcast to an excellent level. To where Tarico doesn't do that. I mean, he's good, but he's not that good. So yeah. Collinsworth is over there trying to fill in the spaces and saying shit like, "Are you like <laughs> a big dose of that guy coming down your throat?" <laughs> He said something a few weeks ago that uh, everybody was making fun of, and yeah, I can't remember, I remember what that. it was. Yeah. See how quick it, he- Hello, this is Satan. You might know me from my pet name, Inflation. I'm here to tell you that there's no better way to relax than listen to two douchebags in microphone by a nice warm fire at night. I sit there and I reflect on all the souls I burned that day. Enjoy.
All right, here we go. We failed to mention we are in Omaha, Nebraska at the Mud House, the famous coffee company, the yeah. Mud House. It is actually in a basement. It's underground. It's very cool. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, for, from what I understand, this whole area here under the old market area was speakeasies. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And anyhow, the Mud House is a very famous coffee company. And this is where they actually grow coffee plants over there. Oh, cool. Under the grow lights, and they harvest them. So what I have right now is what they call the naked bean. Mm. Oh, it's really good. Here, here, did, here. let me pour you a little bit here. Sure, thanks. Give that a try. Yeah. Oh, wow. Isn't that good? That's rich. Th that's it. Look, that's look over there in the corner. See those plants? Uh-huh. That's it. Cool. Yeah. I thought so, they were growing weed, but uh, then again, not in Nebraska. Yeah, so. not in Nebraska. No, not yet, no, anyway. No, can't do that. Uh, <laughs> no. So, yeah, I'm surprised you, you know, got me out of the house on another road trip because I just got back from I know you trip, did. I know. We'll get into that later. I, yeah. I mean, but, thank you, Cindy, for allowing this. We appreciate it because we know that you guys just got back. And, you know, how long of a drive was that from Little Rock because you guys were uh, Gulf Shores, Nashville? Yeah. yeah. And then we, we spent the last night in Little Rock with severe thunderstorms. And then it was about a... Oh, you guys had severe thunderstorms there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was quite exciting. We drove in with a great big lightning light show in the Little Rock sky. And, oh, wow. And then uh, we got in and uh, it started raining. And then uh, I was so tired I passed right out. But Cindy said there were a lot of, you know intense thunder crashes during the middle of the night and i slept right through it because i was so tired oh wow <laughs> meanwhile sydney's up stressing going fuck yeah. man <laughs> but yeah that was about a six and a half to seven hour drive that's what i thought it's a then, pretty uh, good little drive yeah and then we we made it on home home in time for the kickoff oh wow i didn't the, know if the you Chiefs did game was was at 320 i didn't know whether to send you a message or not going go yeah. chiefs i'm like yeah you know what they could be on the yeah. road and my luck is he fucking answer and swerve and fucking <laughs> hit a deer or some shit. Yeah. So I was like, ah, I'll leave him alone. So well, the second half we DVR'd because Cindy had to go run some errands and I'd do some cleaning up and stuff. So the second half we were able to watch just, you know, zipping over the commercial breaks. Off the okay, DVR, that's but, good. That's why I didn't send you a message about yeah. coming up here to Omaha. I was like, you know what? They're on the road back. Yeah. The last thing I want to do, you know, because uh, we, got a, we got an invitation from uh, the Mud House owner to come do our podcast up here because the Mudhouse owner is actually a fan of the show. Sweet. And he knows that we like to go around. And uh, anyhow, his name's Orville, and I don't even know if... Well, is, he, you know, is he here still? Well, he was here. Yeah. So if we see him, we're going to have him on. Yeah. Very nice guy. So anyhow, I didn't want to suggest yesterday while you're on the road that we go up another three and a half hours. But uh, Orville's a really good guy, and the Mudhouse is a very famous coffee house in America. You can look it up. Very famous coffee house. Yeah. So, anyhow, they have great coffees here, and we're very happy and proud to be doing our broadcast from here. And who knows? Maybe we'll have uh, the Mud House Studios up here, you know? Yeah. yeah. Just kind of like we have the Talk is Cheap Studios. and. Uh, yeah, I'm still trying to come up with a name for mine. Uh, yeah. Cindy came up with a name, but I can't even remember it, so... Uh, well, you know Sorry. what? He will have a name. <laughs> he will have a name at the appropriate time. Yeah. So right, I, right. I remember now. It's Cindy came up with a no filter studio. Oh, that's good. My, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk is cheap. And, uh, the no filter. Also, we have some new liners that we're pretty proud of, and some yeah. other things that were going on. Yeah. We incorporated some big voice guys, and uh, yeah, we're expanding. Yeah. We're we've got uh, what about 
300 employees at this point? Yeah, yeah, and a couple more. And, and I'm sorry, I can't say that with a straight face. Yeah. <laughs> the, and this is actually true. I have I have a couple of really good friends in radio yeah. that are actually very successful in radio that mm-hmm. are also been helping behind the scenes. And thank you to you too. You guys know who you are, but yeah, they, I understand that you do radio and you can't really help in the competition like we're competition right, right. you know our 30 there's a lot of non-disclosure you know. territory yeah here, yeah so. so anyhow thank you both and thank you for all the suggestions and that's one big reason that this pos- this podcast continues to get better yeah. is because of friends like that that give me a little help behind the scenes and yeah. suggestions imagine how hard this podcast would suck if we didn't have this help mm-hmm. wow so true yep and and we we realize we still suck, but we yeah. don't suck as bad. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So just take it for what it is, guys. Okay. Hey, you're getting what you pay for, right? Yep. That's right. Speaking of suck, I got to give a shout out. I, I I think this was in Arkansas. We passed a sign that said Toad Suck Park. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to go have a picnic in Toad Suck Park? I would have pulled the car over oh my God. and just sat there for ten <laughs> minutes. And I would have fucking texted anyone that counted. Hey, you know where I'm at? Hey, you know where I'm at? Hey, you know where I'm at? And then I'd send him a picture of that. Toad suck. Toad suck. <laughs> hey, where, where's Mark at? He's in Toad Suck, Arkansas. Yeah. So we're on. Is it because you you know you suck a toad, or is it the area called a I suck? Th- I think. And the, it's just the one that has lots of toads in it. Like over there's the, the deer suck. This is the toad suck, and that's the dandelion suck, and. Well, they have that southern draw in Little Rock, right? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Well, what they were saying was toe suck. And the uh, the guy that came up oh. with the town was a foot fetish guy. Gotcha. And they said, well, hey, whose place is it? And they said, toe suck. And the guy thought that they said thought it toad was toad suck. suck. Yeah. Yeah, but it's really toe suck. Yeah. That's kind of how Petaluma. Matter of fact, that's going in Wikipedia tonight. Yeah. That's kind of how Petaluma, California, got its name. Oh, Petaluma. No, no. Petaluma was supposed to be Petunia. Oh. But oh. the mayor was drunk on the day that he announced the name. And Petunia came out Petaluma. And <laughs> so they were kind of stuck with it. <laughs> you see, the best things in life you can't write. Yep. <laughs> you familiar with uh, the town of Peculiar, Missouri? Yeah, yeah. I like to call it Peculiar, but yeah. anyhow, go ahead. They they kept sending in applications to, for their town name, and the state government kept sending them back saying, name's already taken. So they'd come up with another one, the state sent it back, nope, that name's taken too. So finally the town said, okay, you pick, but just you know, make it something peculiar. And some some honk there at the state state capital said, "All right, peculiar it is." And that's, that's how they got great. their name. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Some government, some cog in the government machine just decided to exert fantastic. a little uh, hey, hey, defiance. Hey, hey, hang on. Look at that. They light that one drink on fire here. Look. Isn't that fucking cool? Yeah. Well, as soon as we see a barista, I'm going to go up there and ask or something. What if that changes the flavor? I don't know. How do they get it to light on fire? Does it have alcohol in it? I guess it wouldn't have to. What else 
What else? I mean, I'm trying. Don't know what well, else you can put look, in there Look, they burns. do have a bar back there, but it's oh, not open okay. yet. Yeah. So it's got to be some sort of an alcohol-infused coffee. Yeah. yeah. Really neat. Really yeah. neat. Wow. Okay. Cool. Well, anyhow, hey, I've um, <laughs> um, I alluded to this in a past podcast, the one with uh, M- uh, Michelle, the lady that chewed her own nipples off. Uh, she had a condition that made her yeah. chew her own nipples off. And then, you know, she had the big battle with the strip clubs because she couldn't remove her tassels because they were, yeah. they looked like gnawed off fucking number two uh, <laughs> uh, pencil erasers. And, you know, so she had to keep her tassels on, you know, and we went into the big spiel on that. So, yeah, yeah well, this, I alluded to this on that podcast. Um, Alcorn Restaurant Supply was a place that I worked at. Mm-hmm. Now, um, Roy Alcorn was the owner. And uh, anyhow, he uh, was, uh, he had, he claimed to be Nordic, although he didn't look like it at all. He was the opposite of Nordic. Nordic. He was kind of short and dark haired and kind of dark looking, but he was proud of his Nordic heritage. So they had this big picture of him on the wall in a Viking hat. And he's sitting there posing. So me and some other guys used to draw like mustaches on, you know, like Andy, like (laughs) Andy Reid does, Uh you know. And, and do little things, draw like a little <laughs> penis on his face and stuff like that. And they were getting so mad at it. And this is before, this is in the 80s. They didn't have cameras everywhere nowadays. Uh, I wouldn't even have had the opportunity to fuck yeah, with him like really. I did because I've been fired the first day for drawing a penis on him. Yeah. So uh, anyhow, that, he used to be like, uh, we are the most, um, um, what, what did he say, moral supplier of uh, food service industry equipment. We sell for the cheap and we sell only best products, but it's the exact same shit that everybody else because <laughs> I worked at other places and and also I know people that worked at Smith St. John, which was a big supplier and Cisco Mid Central and all these. And it's the same shit for the same price. Mm-hmm. Only he was like, No, 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 we only sell quality stuff here. We don't buy their stuff. We buy our stuff and we sell it for the best price. Is the exact same shit in their catalog for yeah. the exact same price. <laughs> so Roy Alcorn was a fucking idiot to begin with, and we used to draw penises on him all the time, <laughs> and it was great. But uh, anyhow, Alcorn uh, Restaurant Supply Company, it used to be in the West Bottoms, uh, and actually I think the place that replaced it is a restaurant supply company too. But I don't know what the name of it is, but this place used to be Alcorn, but I think it's still restaurant supply uh, anyhow, there's this old woman in the front office. Her name was Bernie. Mm-hmm. And I think Michelle kind of, uh, I guess it's short for Bernadette, although you and I didn't catch it. I, I was like, you know. So there was a old burnout-looking biker dude in the back of the warehouse named Bubbles. Bubbles? Oh, yeah. my God. Why? Never figured it out. No one knew, and they probably didn't give a shit, you know. It's like, yeah. eh, whatever. His name's Bubbles. Okay. Bernie and Bubbles hated each other. I mean, they uh, could not stand each other. Oh, gosh. Bubbles said that Bernie had a job there only because she took out her false teeth and gummed the slimy GM of the warehouse. Oh. <laughs> he used to say all the time, that damn old bitch, the only reason she's working here is because she pulled out her false teeth and nubbed the old bath fucking GM. <laughs> and the only thing good on her is her fucking gums. I think that qualifies as a toxic work environment. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and Bernie said that Bubbles was mentally handicapped and they got tax credit for keeping him employed. 
And that's the uh, only reason he was there was they got money for him. They said, that old piece of shit, he don't know his fucking dick from a hole in the ground, that dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> it's like when you're a kid and you tell someone, I'm only nice to you because your parents pay me to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same thing. But I used to listen to them bag on each other constantly. Like Bernie come back there, where's that fat fucking piece of shit burnout fucking biker? I don't know where he's at. She come And he come back and go, where's that fucking... No tooth piece of fuck. <laughs> and just, I mean, and just constantly oh, bagging on each other. So I quickly realized that the walkie-talkies we use were old, and they only reached halfway in the warehouse. I just happened to be halfway in the in that said warehouse. So um, I got both of their messages, but they didn't get to each other because it didn't reach. I learned how to mimic Bernie and Bubbles' voices to perfection. Oh, my God. <laughs> With help from static noise and fuzziness, I was spot on. <laughs> so, so, you can imagine where this is going. Oh, heck uh, yeah. <laughs> they had codes for everything. So, uh, so, Channel 1 would hit the front only, and Channel 2 would hit the back of the warehouse only. So, whenever I wanted to relay a message from Bernie, in air quotations, to yeah. Bubbles... I would hit channel two. Yeah. But if I just wanted to go to, or vice, well, whatever. That way the one you're imitating wouldn't yes. hear you. Yes. And, yeah. So, they, so anyhow, good. one day I was bored and I called the front office of the warehouse and asked for 10 sandwich toasters to be delivered on a pallet to the back. <laughs> okay. Okay. Of the warehouse next to the unloading docks, and I would call channel two and mimic Bernie's voice, and I told Bubbles to set up the cornhole game that was uh, in the closet that we use for company picnics. I told him to set it up there. Bernie informed Bubbles, which is me, that that um, there's no, you know, that he didn't want to do it. He thought it's fucking stupid. Yeah. And you know, and I told um, and I told Bubbles, I was like, you know what, you know, all the big people here, they say the truck drivers, you're to challenge, you're to challenge them to a game of cornhole, and if the truck driver won, he would get one of these free toasters. Uh, yeah, Bubbles wasn't very happy about it. He argued, but I informed him that Ed, the GM, would come back and check and make sure the cornhole challenge would be happening. Oh, so every fucking every fucking truck driver came in and go, "Hey, come on! Hey, hey, come on! Play me for a toaster!" <laughs> I was laughing so Such hard. Such an elaborate a... prank. This <laughs> I... is Awesome. This is just shit I dreamed up in my fucking head. <laughs> not doing anything, not doing my job because yeah. I never checked. I'm just uh. standing there with my finger in my ass. <laughs> the day the toasters would be found missing from inventory, I was off, luckily. I'm not oh, sure yeah. if I could have kept from laughing. <laughs> so, so all I know was Bernie and Bubbles hated each other even more, and they blamed each other for the odd mistake the following day, which I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. They were going, she set me up. No, he's fucking lying. He just told me to bring these toasters, and they they honestly had no idea what happened. And, and I think, who, would, who would think that it was some big elaborate prank set up by you? No, on- because <laughs> he heard Bernie call back there yes. and tell him he's to play fucking corno and, with all the... Th- and since they hated each other, everyone would believe they're both lying about exactly. each other. Exactly, so. uh, yes. Wow, that it, was genius. That it really was, was. It was the perfect crime for for a while, but then uh, I'll go into how I got caught, too. Oh, I got okay. fired on the spot. All right. Yeah, and like I said before, while I'm sitting down there at Blue Ridge uh, at the unemployment office where they, right next to the United Super. You remember that? Uh, mm, yeah. yeah. The, the Missouri Unemployment Office, I'm sitting there thinking... 
Maybe I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have done that. I was getting a check and I didn't have to do a fucking thing. Yeah. Now I got to go fucking dig ditches and really work. Oh. When I used to stand there and fucking finger my ass for fucking eight hours and get paid. But no, 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 no. Mark's got to do something stupid. Got to do something stupid and get caught, of course. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, around a month later, bored out my skull, I started to figure out the codes that were frequently used to, uh, with help from an, a former employee that used to do my job. Uh-huh. Well, he, he found out the codes, and so he passed on some of the codes to me. Yeah. So they had special codes for different things, like a code red or whatever. Yeah. I can now send a code red on channel one to the front of the office only. I informed them um, in Bubbles' raspy voice that 75 chickens were wrongly delivered to the warehouse and they got loose. Oh, God. Three were were smashed by a forklift. Maintenance was to bring a full crew with bleach, mops, and buckets, plus as many nets (laughs) that they could find in cages to boot. After hours of confusion and mess, hysteria always calmed down except the blaming of each other. <laughs> God, that was funny. There were people running everywhere. They thought the chickens were fucking dead on the floor, fucking bloody, smashed by forklifts. Maintenance is back there with all these mops and fucking bleach and disinfectant and stuff. Oh my God. So... But as all the other times, I got too cocky and got busted. Little my knowledge, the front and back got new walkie-talkies. So my next prank was my last. Uh-huh. I, I said uh, I sent a code that Bubbles needed 300 small boxes ASAP. Bernie called back to Bubbles, and I was the only other person with a walkie-talkie. I was promptly escorted out. Uh-huh. Well, so, hey, yeah, that was fun while it lasted. Yeah. And it was fun. But there was a whole lot of other shit that I did, too. I mean, just too much, too numerous. I used to stoke the fire every day. I'd, like, hurl insults at each other. Like, you know, like Bernie go, Hey, Bubbles, you got your little tiny dick out? You know, and then I'd send one back. This is back when you could say shit like that at work, and, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal. Nowadays, you know, it'd be like... Uh, you for certainly get fired, you know, and they didn't go fucking running and snitching either. You know, Bubbles would come back and go, put your false teeth in, the GM ain't here, you know. <laughs> and anyhow, but Bernie had such a raspy voice that she sounded like a man anyhow, so it was actually easier to imitate Bernie well, yeah, that would. than it was Bubbles. Because yeah. Bubbles kind of have had a high weird voice for a big biker guy huh. or old biker guy or whatever the hell he was, you know. Yeah. Anyhow, yeah, um, I've got some uh, odd facts here. Oh, I love odd facts. Oh, I do too. So, um, oh, I've got an iced coffee here. I'm going to take a little swig. I want to get one of those ones on fire as soon as I can get someone over here. Yeah, I probably shouldn't the thing set about my podcasting iced coffee is, on fire because it's kind of... Flaming ice cubes. Yeah, probably not that good. (laughs) I found out how come the baristas stay away from us while we're doing a podcast. Yeah. They're thinking they're interrupting our show. Oh, gosh. (coughs) This is nothing important. Because at the other coffee house, they didn't remember the guy, the one in Warrensburg? Yeah. You know, at the city market, we do it actually right outside in front of city market coffee roasters. We don't actually do it inside. Yeah. But, uh... All the coffee houses that you and I have been to since doing this show, the people stay away from us. I just now figured it out. 
Wow. We got this microphone here and we're talking. So they're like, oh, I'm not going to go interrupt their show. So that's how come we always got to go up there and get our stuff and we can't ever get anyone back here. We need to put up a sign. We still douche, need coffee. Two douchebags and a microphone. Don't be quiet, please. Yeah, we still need coffee. <laughs> yeah, instead of quiet, please, but don't be quiet, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then probably we'd probably get exactly what we ask. Yeah. <laughs> Careful what you ask for. Yes. You'll probably get it. Yep. Hey, uh, did you know that? No, I didn't. There what is it, a condition it? just before frostbite known as frost nip. Wow, you know that makes sense. It's yeah, it, and it is a gradual process. It's not like it you know is. one moment it's normal and next moment it's frostbitten. There's something in between. Yeah, yeah, and it's like a milder version. You know, they're not yeah. going to have to cut off extremities. Yeah. They probably have to remove skin or whatever. You know, yeah, but or the skin you know kind of dies. It off dies off and then grows more. I've probably gotten that a number of times. I just have. from delivering the mail. Oh, I'm sure you did. There, there's a lot of times when you just really can't physically handle the mail with gloves on you can't pick it apart and get it into the mailbox it, it just it doesn't work you've got to do it barehanded do you think you could do that job right now no no you know what I'm, just like I'm my so old much, job yeah i know what you mean i got to thinking the other day i'm like you know what i don't want to go back into that yeah. type of work uh, which was architectural <laughs> metal and tail yeah. large pieces of glass and metal yeah. products upstairs now you know uh, i don't think I, I could do that right now even if i wanted to well, my physical condition has taken a beating since retirement, too. I mean, I've had two major illnesses, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it gets harder and harder to bounce back. Father Time's you. fucking paddle keeps getting bigger for yeah, you, don't it? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. you know, the physicality of that job, yeah, I couldn't do it. Oh, um, I've got a new segment for us, too. We don't necessarily have to do it on this podcast, uh-huh. but... Okay, you know how we, you know, delivered paddles, right? Paddlings, mm-hmm. invisible ass paddlings. Yeah. You're invisible for a day, and you ass paddle whoever you want. Okay. Yeah. Well, soccer mom tattoos. What Ooh. guy do you hold down and give a soccer mom tattoo on their neck, on their forearm, wherever? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that says soccer mom. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I'm going to have to think on that. There's some that come to mind. I'll have to think of their name, but I'm getting an image. Well, I got one in particular right now that's standing out to me. Yeah. But we'll we'll get to that. All right. In the next podcast or whatever. Um, did you know that? What? Every continent has at least one McDonald's except Antarctica. Gosh. Yeah. So, yeah, Antarctica's that's what an internationally held so, no one can lay claim to it. No and one can plus develop the lack it. of business too, and lack True. of employees. Yeah. Although you know, North Korea will probably go claim it one of these days. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. France will surrender to them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> France will surrender to them if they even think about like yes. they're going to go. They're going to go. Hey, um, we know that you're thinking about claiming Antarctica, but we want to go ahead and put our surrender in right now. Yeah, yeah. That was like the time that they discovered the you know, the evidence of life on Mars. Uh huh. France built a rocket, shot it up there. A little lander landed right next to it. A little white flag popped up. <laughs> Please and don't hurt us. Please don't hurt us. And then the Martians said, "Oh, it's just the French." <laughs> Did you know that? A duel between three people is called a true will. Ooh, that would make sense. 
try and duel. Yeah, truel. Wow, how would you keep two from ganging up on one, though? I'm going to use that word in something. Yeah. And then when they question me, I'm going to say, look it up. I challenge you to a truel. Huh? I say, look it up. <laughs> and then when they come up and, back, and they go back, who's the third person? I'm going to go, he's right next to me and just make something up. <laughs> yeah, you, don't you see him? Yeah. It's just like my buddy Davey. <laughs> he used to walk up and just... <clears throat> A little coffee down the wrong way, sorry. Oh, that's okay. He used to walk up and smack someone in the back of the head really hard. Ooh. Why'd you do that? And he goes, I didn't. You're right there. No one else is there. It wasn't me. It's over here, this guy. What guy? <laughs> He's right there. He's <laughs> confused the hell out of him. Yeah. They're like, there's nobody next. <laughs> yeah, there is. His name's Billy. <laughs> Billy, did you hit her? Yes, I did. Oh, okay, boy. well, there you go. <laughs> So, um, anyhow, did you know that? What? Baked beans aren't baked. They're stewed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bake implies you, you lay it there under the heat or in the heat. And it, it yeah, but beans are in that liquid the whole time. That's stewing. Mm-hmm. It's definitely stewing. Yeah. Yeah, but nobody ever thinks of it like that, do they? No, I mean stewed tomatoes. Yeah, great. Yeah, because baked beans. they're definitely stewed. Yeah. But would you want, would you want to eat baked tomatoes or stewed beans? <clears throat> yeah, it's, nah, it's yeah. kind of a yeah. I can see that's a it's a, an appeal kind of thing. It's like there was a fish that was real tasty, but it was called slimehead, <laughs> and they thought well, we'll never sell this. So then they renamed it Orange Ruffy. I didn't even realize that. That's what Orange Ruffy and everybody is. Everybody loves Orange Ruffy. Yeah. It's, it's just what they decided to rename the Slimehead into so you would buy it in a restaurant. It's the exact same fish that the Slimehead always has been. It just has a, a more attractive name. So Just like the Clear Skies versus... Bill was uh, actually to let uh, corporations pollute the atmosphere most. Uh-huh. More. <laughs> Not yeah. most. More. Yeah. yeah. And the Patriot Act was named that so they could ram it through... Because anybody who was against the Patriot Act was unpatriotic. Was unpatriotic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They might as well have named it the Widows and Orphans and Victims of Rape Act. So yeah. It's like, who the hell could oppose yeah, that without being a monster? That, <laughs> then, then that is on one of the commercials you see yeah. right now on TV everywhere. Uh huh. So that's true. It's all in a name. <laughs> Get the right name, you can do anything. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, did you know that? What? Sunsets on Mars are blue. No, wow, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I dug deep on some of this shit. Wow. Yeah, well, it's the same sun, mm-hmm. of course, because it's the same sun we It's got to be the gases or the sky. Yeah, it's... Because it's, look how different our sunsets are yeah. every night. I mean, you know, night to night. And some yeah, nights the, you get nothing, other nights, for no reason, just a couple of clouds, you get the most brilliant sunset. Smoke yeah. affects it. Yeah, it has to be atmospheric. Fog, smog. When when the astronauts were up on the moon, they could witness sunset on the moon, and it was just black, just you know, space and stars. There's no colors. There's nothing reflecting nothing. it. Yeah, yeah, so it's it has to be atmosphere. Yeah. Wow. Pretty so interesting. Yeah, they, so I wonder what. Ooh, I wonder what the sunsets are like on like Jupiter. Oh shit. Or Mercury. That far off, can you see it that well? Yeah, man. 
Yeah, the, our star would probably, our sun would probably be pretty dim if once you get out to Saturn or Neptune, it's like that faint little speck there. Yeah, that's what we're spinning around. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's like why. Mercury, that's why it's so fucking cold. Imagine Mercury, you're right there in the sun's face. Oh my god! But oh. uh, it it doesn't really rotate. It just one side of it's stuck facing the sun. Yeah, the other side toast. stuck facing outer space. The other, so. the other side's like fuck yeah. burr, and the other side's like, geez, give us a fan. You got one little narrow strip around it where it's just like maybe you know a decent temperature within a few feet, but yeah, yeah. and that's about it. Yeah, Mercury's all burned up. Did you know if you started in Argentina, <laughs> you could theoretically dig a hole to China? Oh, that's interesting. That is because we're taught not to really think like that. Yeah. And you know, when I was a kid in like the China's 60s, down but not really 70s, down, they say you know what I mean. The, yeah, they always said if you dig a hole straight down you'll come out in China. And that was always the joke in cartoons. Yeah, yeah. It, but, and that's when they had the nips, I think is what they called them. Yeah, you know, the slanty-eyed pop bottle. Oh yeah, yeah. it was post World War II racism. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And it was in Warner <laughs> Brothers. They did it in Warner Brothers yeah. and other stuff where they really made fun. They go yeah. awful, awful, and all that shit. Yeah. It's ironic because the Chinese were a very strong ally of the U.S. during World War II. Yeah. And the Japanese were. Well, the enemy. here's the deal: they lumped them all together, and they know the yeah. American public didn't really give a fuck. Yeah, it's like, you know, y'all look alike to me. Exactly, kind of that type of mentality. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When in all actuality, they don't look alike. No. <laughs> it's just, you're not bothering to see the differences because you don't give a shit. Exactly. That's like, what oh, you really you know, mean. All, the, all those people over there. <laughs> yeah. All those people over there in the East. All you, you know. people. Yeah, all you people over there Your in the East. You're kind of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that type of mentality right there. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, you know, you guys eat with sticks and rice. That those guys. Yep. Yeah. So anyhow. Oh gosh! Remember when the Broncos owner showed himself to be a racist? The Broncos were playing the Niners in the Super Bowl, and Jerry Rice was the Niners' biggest threat. Mm -hmm. And uh, Pat Bolin, the Broncos owner, was saying, "Yeah, we got to watch out for that Chinese guy." You know, Rice. Oh. Oh, I I remember, remember a little that? bit. Yes, I do. <laughs> and he had to apologize to you know. And San Francisco's got a big Asian community. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Matter of <laughs> fact, he had the to apologize Giants ballpark is time. right next to Chinatown. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yep. <laughs> but oh, man. that's funny. Uh, anyway, just <laughs> just for no reason, I threw that in. Hey, look, <laughs> look at look at the way they roast the coffee over there. Oh, yeah. I love it when they roast the coffee on site. Man, that is cool. You know, that's something I should have done on the trip, was everywhere we went and stopped, I should have been looking up local roasters. Yeah, you should have, yeah. Man, but I, I thought about it too late, but man, that's that's really something I would yeah. love to do, is just yeah, they got some go sort visit of... different roasteries and try their coffee. Yeah, they got <laughs> some sort of thing called a steam press over there. I don't know what that is. Cool. We'll it looks like they kind of steam it. it. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to go take a tour. I had to uh, see in, uh, my doctor the, uh, the other day, and, and she asked how much coffee I drank, and I said, oh, about four cups a day, and 
<laughs> well, it's more like six, I think, but I'm going to try to cut it back to four. <laughs> Tell her you're interested in your cardiovascular health, remember? Hey, I was going to bring that up, but then I thought, you know, she doesn't want to hear me. She's probably going to say, okay, <laughs> we're, uh, you read that in a magazine, right? You read that online? Yeah. She would probably just whip out her diploma and say, scoreboard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame her. Guess who won? <laughs> Did you know that? What? MySpace gets more than 8 million visits per day. I didn't even know it was still in existence. I know. I know. When I read that, I'm like, what the fuck? And then I rechecked it to make sure. It's still there? Yeah. 8 million visitors a day. Dang. And I think it's probably because of bands. Because bands are still on there. I got to thinking about it. And okay. it's really basically for music. You know? Yeah, because OnlyFans was supposed to be for like music and performing, exactly. but it just went to all it porn. It went all porn. So MySpace maybe... wouldn't do, couldn't do that. They yeah. didn't allow it, so it stayed banned. So good. Yeah, that's a good. I'm glad that uh, there's there's a, a place there for bands to uh, network with each other and with the fans and get their information out. I'll have to look at MySpace. You know, I think I'm going to too later on. I don't even have a, a I don't even have a, a, an a space on an account yeah. with it or nothing. But I think I'm going to get one just to have it. Yeah. And I'm going to start inviting people over there. Oh heck yeah! Yeah. I wonder if you can actually put the podcast up on MySpace. Well, we're going to find out. I you guess. know what? <laughs> Starting next time, you might start getting your podcast on MySpace. <laughs> Just to be a dick. It's yes. just like a cheap trick a few years ago. They came out with record, cassette, CD, and LP <laughs> all at once. on the, And they hit number one on all of them. They wanted to be the uh, probably the only band ever to do that. Yep. And they did. Because <laughs> no one else is competing. No one else another. is competing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they should have put it out on 8-track and reel-to-reel, too. Yes, yep. <laughs> There's one for you to look up, reel to reel tape. Reel to reel, yeah. Oh, I used to. Well, that's to... if we were doing podcasts back in the old days. If they mm-hmm. had such a thing, that's how it would be done. Oh man, I used to have an old reel to reel tape recorder. That thing was so awesome. It had it had a tube amplifier section, and that wow. would be worth so much money today because guitar oh guitar players are finding these old vintage mm-hmm. amplifiers from like movie projectors and tape decks and things and repurposing them as as guitar amps and they're selling for some pretty decent money that's pretty cool (laughs) so well i mean you can't you don't get that form of uh technology i guess anymore yeah well it's it's available but it's it's expensive oh do they still do tubes oh yeah yeah but but you if you would get like in the 50s a lot of that stuff was hand still hand wired Hand built, it, you know, it wasn't it wasn't robots building that stuff. So it was, you know, it was human beings soldering yeah. all those connections. And wow! So that's that's what imagine, imagine vintage five all the people's really, hands that were ruined from doing that. Oh yeah, all wow. the lungs ruined from sniffing solder. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yep. They Back all when they, OSHA got, was a, they all got a, emphysema was yeah. on oxygen. Yeah, that was when OSHA was just a, a you know fictional dream, a yeah. daydream that. <laughs> OSHA was like a brand of overalls. Yeah, really. Not not Oshkosh. Oh, God, those OSHA OSHA bibs. 
OSHA? Don't you mean the ocean? Like ocean? the Atlantic Ocean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you know that? The average person will spend six months of their life waiting for lights to turn green. Oh, wow. That was a fact. Six months. Six months. That was a fact that kind of uh, caught me off guard. I don't like that. I no. want those. I want some of that time back. Yeah, good thing I listened to two douchebags and a microphone in my car. Yeah. Because then it's not time wasted. True. Valuable true. information like what you're getting right now is yeah. from our podcast. That's why you should always have the radio on and have either music or our podcast going. No, just our podcast with music blaring it over. Yeah. So yeah. you don't have to hear it. Yeah, listen to both. But we're still getting the credit. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. the way you do it. And every time you want to listen to one, you know, delete what you have and download it again. <laughs> yes. Like like uh, like the promo numbers. states. You see a little kid with one of those little phones. Uh-huh. If it'll download anything, you grab that phone. First, you smack them in the head. Yeah. You got to do that to you know, make them submissive. Mm-hmm. That way they'll let you have their phone. Yeah. You grab their phone, you download all our podcasts. Then you yeah. smack them in the face again, just, well, you know, just so they don't get cocky. Yeah. Okay. And then you give them their phone and you tell them you're sorry. And then when you get out of jail from smacking this kid around, you can listen to all those podcasts. Yeah, you listen to all of them. <laughs> and then also, you go to your church when you're confessing that you hit a little kid right in the face because two douchebags told you to. Yeah. All this is parody, by the way. Allegedly. Allegedly. But yeah, we hack don't the want churches, you to go hit kids in the face. Hack the church's Wi-Fi and oh, get yeah. their computer to download all our episodes. Yes. Yeah. Do this yep. at your place of employment, city hall. Yeah, yes, um, all of it. Homeland Security. Allegedly. Allegedly. Parody, joking, <laughs> jokes, all that shit. Yeah. If you believe anything we say, you're dumber than us. Yes. That. But yes, yes, that is what you must do, Christopher. I applaud you for your resilience and your uh, your tactical intelligence. Did oh you know gosh. that President Lyndon B. Johnson had a huge penis? Oh no, no, no! He owned <laughs> a that? he owned a water surfing car. A whoa, a water surfing. Look it up. Car. It's online. You can see the pictures. Damn, who would? I wonder what the, the only uh, a guy with a huge fucking schlong would want a water surfing car. Ones that shook tables at meetings. Well, yeah, what what would be the reason for having a car that surfs? Well, I, I know this: two fucknuts in a recorder. They have a big expose on Lyndon B. Johnson, oh. including pictures. Oh, yeah. So that's going to take a, a, a really large monitor. To yes, be able to it see is. That. Yes, yeah. and uh, also um, they. Um, they are going to be, uh, they do their show on Helium. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they're going to be featured on our uh, on our website. Did we look into the, whether they're the source of the helium shortage? I believe it is, and yeah. I also did find out that the rumors are true. Oh, those rumors? Those rumors. Uh, ooh, they are true they are with true. helium. <gasps> with helium. Gosh. So. Okay. Well, interesting yeah. people. And this one came from two fuck nuts and a, and a recorder. Mm-hmm. They found this for me. Did you know that? Dolphins sleep with one eye open. Huh. That's funny. Yeah. Now, I have heard of birds doing that. I could see bird. Well, I guess dolphins too. Yeah. yeah, there's predators. But where it came into play with birds 
It's like picture the pond and all the ducks are in the you know, all in the water in the middle of the pond in a big mm-hmm. cluster for protection in the in the night. Yeah. Because you know. You're on land, coyotes get you, but you're out in the middle. So all the ducks on the perimeter, <clears throat> they have the eye that's facing outward open, and that half of the brain is awake. The eye that faces inward is closed, and that half of the brain is asleep. Oh, wow. They actually sleep one half of their brain at a time if they're on the outside of the circle because half of their brain has to be awake to watch for predators. Hmm. Uh, a conservation agent told me this. So he knew, he knew about ducks, so I'm, I'm going to presume he knew what he was talking about. But it, You know what? Even if it's not true, I'm going to say it is. It's yeah. true. I, I read it. I saw mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So the yeah. ducks in the middle, could they could just sleep both halves of the brain at the same time. But the ones on the edge... They could sleep so, half of their brain at a time, and then if they turned the other direction, they could sleep the other half. Do you think they, the elect, other eye would be, they elect one every night or whatever? It's go, probably right, just look. who winds up on the outside of the circle. You know? <laughs> yeah, they're just kind of, <laughs> shit, how do I keep ending up out here? I can't yeah. really get a good night's sleep. So I'm betting that's the same thing the dolphins do. They leave one eye open because uh, you know it, it's it's the opposite side of your body your left eye is controlled by right brain right eye controlled by left brain you're probably right you know what I'll look into that even so yeah more. they're probably one eye open to watch for predators and the other the other eye that half of the brain is asleep I wish we could do that wouldn't that be so awesome you oh, close one eye and half your mind goes to sleep then the other one's still like looking around, going, "Yeah." Right, who the so fuck you can is leave the right? analytical part of your mind awake, and you get shit done. And then yeah. later, you can let that sleep and have the creative part. Of I can come up your with brain more worthless promos and, while I'm yeah. sleeping. Man, we're we're gonna have to talk to neurologists and see if they can get this working for us. Yeah. Maybe there's like, like a gene see. they can turn on or off. <laughs> I can do stuff like two douchebags and microphone. Just like a rotten egg fart in the air. Oh, that's that's what Sammy yeah, does. Yeah, that's two, my two dog's microphone. Does. The mustard burp that won't go away. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, okay, anyhow, did you know that? What's what's what? what? Alfred Hitchcock was an ovophobe. You know what an ovophobe is? Well, let's see. Phobe means he's afraid of something. Yes. Uh, now, Ovo, if you get it right, you'll get it. You've got to look behind what it actually... Ovo. Egg? Ovo. Yes. Egg. Okay. You're getting it. Like, You're getting it. Because like ovary Yes. That's where the eggs are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are. Yes. Okay. You got it. Eggs. So because Ovo Because some people egg. would go to female parts, but you got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ovo and phobe would mean fear of eggs. And he had an extreme fear of eggs. He was an huh. ovophobe. I think Guy Fieri is the same way. Is he really? He he. Well, he hates eggs, and he you know if they're completely mixed into the cooking, and he doesn't have to you know think about them. But if it's just like cooked like a hamburger with a fried egg on top, he always flips the fried egg off before he eats it because he hates it. He can't stand them. You know, and I could kind of get it too. I mean, it really is liquid like chicken. Liquid chicken. Yeah, yeah. It's you're you're eating an abortion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really are. 
No, you are. You're like, who the fuck thought, hey, let's take this fucking liquid chicken uh-huh. and cook it? And uh, well, I see. I guess it people was, that were really hungry figured yeah. that out. Yeah, that's what it was. I guess if the egg is fertilized, you're eating an abortion. If the egg isn't fertilized, you're eating a chicken's period. Oh. <laughs> that is true, though. So make if it's wanna... not fertilized, it's just like that. You make yeah. you want a big plate of scrambled eggs now? No. Nope. Matter of fact, the next time I have eggs, I'll probably think of that and probably not eat them. Put some ketchup on them. <laughs> Oh, my God. Egg sales plummet after two douchebags and a microphone podcast airs. All five Film people that heard it will not have anything to do with eggs anymore. All of this from Alfred Hitchcock. You see how things get away from us. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go. Okay, uh, did you know that there's a company that turns dead bodies into ocean reefs? It's oh. called Eternal Reefs. Wow, that's weird. Tell me more. Um, well, I didn't look oh, it up okay. that far. Well, hang on. Hang on. We'll take a look at it. But I wonder, they, I guess... Where Google bitch go? You could cremate the body uh-huh. and then mix the ashes in with like a concrete or something. Okay, huh. let's see what Google bitch has to say. Yeah. Hey, Google bitch. What is the company Eternal Reefs and what do they do? Female dog. <laughs> All she heard was bitch. <laughs> you did call her a Google I bitch. Did. <laughs> hey Google bitch. What is the <laughs> fuck I can't do it? Now. <laughs> Forget it, Google bitch. Hang on. Eternal Reefs, what is that company? <laughs> So maybe it's good. like an underwater vault for your ashes that's also a reef. So somehow you become part of this reef. It says a cremation memorial that heals the sea and soul. <clears throat> Get free info at Explore Resources. View our pricing, unique memorial choice, highlights, free information, kit requesting options available, order forms, and it's at eternalreefs.com. So there you go. Free plug, Eternal Reefs. Yeah. Our five people are going to get right on it. (laughs) No, um, actually, seriously, we have a huge percentage of people that listen to us in Denver. Oh, nice. Of course, Kansas City. We have a huge uh, uh, pocket of people in Florida, all up and down the coast. Cool. Florida, um, uh, Colorado, Missouri, Kansas, and California and Washington are our hotbeds. Nice. We're scattered all over the country, but those places in particular Mm -hmm. have a lot of people downloading us. A lot of people. We still have some international presence, too. We have uh, every continent except South America. We cannot get on that continent for whatever reason. That is kind of odd. And it would seem like it would be easy because there's a lot of English speakers there. And there's internet access all over the continent. Yeah, and there there are native English speakers who live there. Yeah. So Yeah, Costa Rica, you think someone there would like listen yeah. to two douchebags on a microphone, but yeah. no, nothing. 
Oh, Antarctica, yeah. no problem. Some we'll fucking, to... you know, yeah. We got one, but we got one from there. Nothing in South America. We'll have to get our crack staff working on that. Yes, and that is plumber crack. Not yeah. The the ones that were on crack, we had to let go, unfortunately. Yeah, they were really getting a whole lot done. They well, were really busy all the time, but they weren't really getting much done. So we went with the plumber's crack for the crack staff. Yeah, well, when they shut that guy up with acid to steal his money, that was kind of it. I mean, yeah. you know, that yeah. we had to let him go after that. Yeah. That was more of a public image thing, you yeah. know. I told him, look, if you want to shoot someone up with battery acid on your own time, mm-hmm. that's your mm-hmm. prerogative. But, you know, you were on company time and... <laughs> You know, we did uh, we did get quite a bit of blowback from that. So yep. you know, you know, so things had to be done. So now it's just people with their ass showing. Yep, and we put pencils in them because you always have to have a pencil there in the plumber's crack. That's right, absolutely. And that's the one they hand you to sign the estimate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you know that people that suffer from bonine therapy believe they are cows and live their life like one? So not only do they believe they're cows, but they're actually out in a field eating grass. I wonder what it is that that that's better than. I mean, what what was their other option that that this is the better choice of how to how to be? Uh, here's here's I'm, my I'm trying to understand this. Here's my one and only comment on that. One and only comment is okay. Mental illness is a bitch. It is. It is. And that's it. I don't know what else to say about that. Yep. And uh, you really can't, you never know what's going on inside somebody else's head. And so how can you really judge? That's what I'm learning as I go on in life. Yeah. Things the way they are and the way people see them are entirely different. And that's the way it is. And you're not going to change that. Yeah. Because people, that's just part of them how they think you're not it's just right or wrong and i think that qualifies as diversity yeah i guess so because diversity means more than what they're telling you in social media and on the commercials it means that but it also means more you know diversity in ways you think diversity in in the music you make or listen to well diversity in you know the foods you like and that's how inventions are invented people thought someone thought different yeah and you know it's like well all we can do is just like light little fires and read by them and Mm -hmm. then you know edison or whoever did invent the light bulb depending on who you talk to what you read you know um said no 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 we're not going to have to light fires anymore because i'm going to invent this thing called light bulb so well, you know how 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 can it be diversity if we're all supposed to like the same thing? And how fucking boring would that be? Oh, no kidding. So yeah, you know I enjoy I always have, and I know you're the same, Christopher, hanging out with the oddballs. Yeah, the oddballs are the funnest and most interesting people to talk to. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to talk to someone that thinks just like me. I already know how I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the oddballs are interesting. They're fun. They're and not I've boring. Even, I've had my opinions changed by oddballs. Yeah, yeah. I've even had my thoughts on life changed. Yeah, yeah. That's that's something that that I I applaud is is when you can be open to new ideas to the point where you change long held belief. I've changed a lot of different views in yeah. my life. I mean, that's such a good and healthy thing, and but it's, people resist well, we it. Well, we evolve. So, so. Everything evolves. We evolve. So, yeah. you know, and uh, sometimes 
the school of thought 10 years ago is not exactly what's going on now and that's mm -hmm. just the way it is so anyhow i applaud all of it and yeah Go. We're the deuce bags. <laughs> oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, I'm glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.